You're listening to Eye on the Ball with Steve Rivera. This podcast is a Bustos Media production on The Voice. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Eye on the Ball. I'm Steve Rivera, alongside Jay Gonzalez, and you're listening to 10:30 The Voice. Hello, Jay. How was your golf day today? It, it was an all-day golf day. Uh, got Did up you th- get burnt, or was it inside? Uh, it's all inside. Nice. All inside. I got up this morning, turned on the Golf Channel. Uh, the the tournament was already on. They're in Texas, so they start a little earlier than than we normally would start. And, uh, you know, for this first week of, of the tournament, all of the normally pay services are free. So mm-hmm. uh, PGA Tour Live has, you know, where you can go on their website and watch uh, watch stuff that's not being broadcast. And then the uh, the Golf Channel had uh, NBC Sports, uh, uh, um, NBCSN had... Uh, Golf. So the, the the tournament came on. I when I got up at seven o'clock this morning uh, and turned on the TV, the golf was on, and it was on until I till the very end. I saw the last guy drop the putt. So uh, it was on. It was all day. It's funny because you were talking about Ricky Fowler. I just saw that uh, someone laid an f bomb on the course. Oh, I didn't hear that one, but it's entirely possible they. Um, uh, I think I, I, the only golfer I saw that was mic'd up was Ricky Fowler. Well, this happened from a spectator because there's no oh, one that's, there. That's possible. So no one's there, so you could hear things. Well, one one of the things that they you know there were no spectators on the course, but uh, apparently. You know, this course is near some houses. Somebody basically built a grandstand in their backyard. <laughs> so there were, you know, whenever they came down this hole, you could hear all these fans and they're yelling and screaming and stuff. So I'm wondering if that's when it happened. But, um, uh, you know, Fowler and, and Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth, who, you know, are all really good friends. They they were they were paired together today. So um, Rick, Ricky was, was mic'd up and it was, again, some interesting stuff because unlike the, the other ones that we saw, you know, where it was kind of fun competitions, this is mm-hmm. the real deal. Mm-hmm. And, and Ricky was taking it, you know, obviously very seriously and he wasn't playing very well. So by the end of the day, um, it, it was funny because... Uh, Nick Faldo and and uh, and Jim Nance were doing the commentating. Uh, Nance is actually at the golf course. Nick Faldo is not. But um, at the end of the day, Jim Nance asked Nick Faldo if he thought Fowler being mic'd up was had an impact or an effect on on his round, and he said he thought it did because Fowler was playing so poorly. And he really couldn't. He had to hold back on what he was saying. So basically, saying he he couldn't really. Maybe get things out, get things out because he was mic'd up. So it was, it was, it was an interesting thing, but uh, just fun to watch live sports. It really was. It was, uh, it was, uh, you know, like I said, had it on all day. You know, you saw some guys that you'd never heard of, and then you saw the guys that uh, that you know have been around. I'll tell, I'll tell you what I did. What seemed very noticeable. These guys look like they're like in really good shape in terms of like they bulked up. Brooks Kepka looks huge. I mean, mm-hmm. he was a big guy already. Mm-hmm. He, he, he's, he grew a bad mustache, but he looks significantly bigger than he was. Tiger did that, right? I right. Mean, does it matter to your golf game if you do that? Well, doesn't it mess it up? Well, you know, the 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 running the running uh, uh, theme on that always was that if you bulk up too much, you can't be loose enough to swing a golf club. And Tiger was the one who kind of really was the first one who came along and really tried to be you know much more physically fit than the next guy and obviously it 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 uh translated into into winning so now all the players like that i mean i saw i saw um 
uh, Rory McIlroy up close at the at the PGA uh, uh, tournament here at uh, at Dove Mountain a couple of years ago, and that guy was cut. Mm-hmm. You know, he had a had kind of a tight shirt on, and you know his, and I know they wear that stuff like that, you know, for that. But you know, and then I saw these guys at the U.S. Open last year. And these guys, these guys are in incredibly good shape. And and it was striking to me how much bigger Brooks Kepka looks today than he did, you know, the last time we saw him. And I and there was one other golfer I can't uh, I can't remember who it was that I thought that I thought the same thing about that he just looked like he had been he had been hitting the weights during this last three when months the, that they haven't been playing. When there's nothing to do, you hit the weights, you hit the whatever, and either you're going to be fat or you're going to be fit. Well, you know, and it's and it's funny how these guys prepare. You know, you you, you know you the now the, the the analysts right. You know, they asked uh, they asked Justin Justin Thomas. Um, uh, they asked Justin Thomas. You know, what did you do during this tournament? Did you play golf mm-hmm. all the time? Mm-hmm. And he said no. He said. He, com- you know, they were off three months. Mm-hmm. So he said he completely put the clubs away for the first month. Didn't even, didn't even swing a club. The second month, he went out and played golf, but just with friends. You know, not even practicing, just playing, going right. out with friends, having a, a nice round of relaxing golf. And it wasn't until the last month because you know they, they, we've known for a while that they were going to start today. And he said so. He didn't really start getting ready until a, a month ago. And and because if I if I'd have started trying to get ready or stay ready three months ago, there's no way I could have kept that up. So really, he just you know it was a break for these guys. Now you know they're like us; they were sitting at home not doing a lot. But mm-hmm. it's it, again, if you look at some of these guys, it looks like they maybe were working on you know getting in better physical shape and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's hard to not that it's hard because golf golf it's just weird because they're they're. they're Good looking dudes who are thin to begin right. with. Not a lot of guys out of shape. Well, you, you don't you don't see a lot of Craig Stadlers out no, there anymore. No, you don't no. see the walrus out there. These guys no. are in really well good shape. Well dressed, you know. Well dressed, they you know, they their their clothes are, you know, form fitting right, and they, right. they they look good in the stuff that they're wearing, but you know, and they pay a lot of attention to that. But that being said, they're they're just in good physical condition right. because mm-hmm. that's what it was that's what it took to try to compete with Tiger. Right, right. You have to be in shape. You have to be ready and mentally right. prepared. I, I mean, even a guy like Phil Mickelson, who they used to make fun of his, you know, of his body, yeah. all the time. You know, he's guy's trimmed in pretty up. good shape. Yeah, he's you know, trimmed I, up. I interviewed him a uh, uh, year before last or so uh, on a on a Biz Tucson story here in town. He saw, you know, I talked to him, took a picture with him, and stuff like that, and he looked in great physical condition. And, and guess how old he's going to be? And he's going to be 50. Yeah. He's, he's a couple of weeks from being 50 years old. Well, Purdy talked about that last week with right, us. Right, right. And how they, you know, this, is, this isn't a... I get to say this because I'm one of them. This isn't a fat man's game anymore if you're going to be on right. the Pro Tour. you got to be in good physical condition and a good athlete. Right. Uh, don't tell that to John Daly. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, and what and what has John Daly done lately well, on the no, tour? It's right? Because, right. No, exactly. The funny thing about it, he, he played well when he was here for the Classic uh, a few months ago. I remember following him. And he did really well right, considering. Right. But the popularity that guy still has oh, yeah. is through the roof. Oh, I, 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 you know, we were talking about the Grand Slam 10 with uh, with Luis Gonzalez last week. And, you know, John, John Daly was... A, was a fixture at that thing and he the guy can play guitar so he would actually get up and play with the band and stuff like that uh, yeah, yeah. at that party and 
you know, but you know, again, if you're gonna if you're gonna be in 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 uh, in uh, Justin Thomas's league and 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 Rory McIlroy and Brooks Kepka and all those guys, you know, you you got to take this stuff seriously. And you know, somebody like John Daly might catch catch fire on a week and win a tournament, but you know, unless you're committed to this, you're not going to win consistently. Yeah. Before we go to break here, I want to make an announcement. Uh, we had Nadi Carey scheduled today. Uh, she just texted me. Uh, she's had a personal issue. She can't come on the show. Maybe tomorrow. She yeah. Said. We'll try. We'll try and get her back. Yeah, we, yeah. We, you know, int- we'd love to have her back. Doing some background. She's an interesting woman. Uh, you know, I mean, I you know, I've been watching this uh, the Titan Games that she that she was on. Where you know, that's kind of the reason we're bringing her on because she has some of that celebrity. But she's a she's a a, a basketball referee, and uh, you know, I took a look at her and I wouldn't fight her. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, and also you you've covered some of her uh, bloodline. Right, you know, I yeah. did with with Kadeem, with Kadeem you know, her, and then Randy Robinson. So, yeah, uh, uh, Randy Robinson. No, um, uh, who's the one that played at Denver? Yeah, Randy Robbins. Okay. Yeah, Randy so Robbins. you know, so there, you know, I mean, good genes right there, right? Oh, heck no, yes. no doubt about it. Yes. But you know, you know, she she got on this program and it looks like she had a great time and it's quite a deal. So I'd, I'd uh, you know, I'd love to talk to her about that. But you know, I really want to talk to her about being a basketball referee. Right, right, because she's Cause, up and coming. Right, because we, you know, we don't often get to talk to 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 the to the refs, uh, you know, outside of a uh, right outside right. of their work. So it'd be interesting to right, do that. Right. I've had a couple of them on the show here. Hey, uh, let's take a quick break. We spoke uh, kind of to uh, Dave Hickey today. We're going to have him uh, on the show tomorrow, so we'll ask him some more questions. But we had a few questions for him today. Right. Right. So we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll cover some of that uh, that was in that news conference today. Great, great. Let's take a quick break here on 1030 The Voice. Thanks, Tom. Time to update those old kitchen cabinets? Call the Window Depot today. The Window Depot is not only the number one warehouse for windows and doors, we now have a great selection of kitchen and bath cabinets at Tucson's best prices. The Window Depot is Tucson's top spot for granite and quartz countertops to finish the new kitchen or the replacement of that old worn out Formica. So call us today at 290-8545 or 622-6430. The Window Depot, windows, doors, granite, and new kitchens. With the reopening of the economy, it's back to business for Tucson, and there's never been a better time to advertise. You've probably been considering it for a while, but there's a lot of questions. At 1030 The Voice, we can help you every step of the way, from creating an effective and affordable advertising schedule, to crafting your message, to creating the perfect commercial. With our Addy Award-winning production department, call General Manager Patty Ruiz at 791-7208 and let 1030 The Voice get to work for you. 1030 The Voice. In times of crisis, information is vital. Newsweek columnist Lee Habib wrote an article, a one-size-fits-all reopening makes no sense. Numbers tell a story. Yes. How many people are dying per 100,000? The death rate in New York City is 119 per 100,000. Los Angeles, Dallas, and Houston were 6, 3, and 2. That's a risk I can bear. Trusted local news and talk about coronavirus. 1030 The Voice. Hey, welcome back to Wine the Ball here on 1030 The Voice. I'm Steve Rivera alongside Jay Gonzalez. Jay, we're going through a pandemic, we uh, an economic crisis, uh, a lot of other things, and now a fire in Tucson. You know, I, I know we're a sports we're a sports talk show, but you know we can't ignore the stuff that's going on around us. Like I said, we've got this pandemic. We've, you know, it's it's caused all these these economic issues. We've we've had the 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 protests and the riots over right. the over the the George, the George Lloyd tragedy and now 
the mountain is burning down and and you know it's it's when it first started uh, on over at on push ridge uh, you know last week and you know i was golfing at dove mountain and you know we, you could see the you could see the smoke and it just looked like you know they'll get this under control and right. and over the last couple of days that thing is blasting its way eastward across across the catalinas and there you know now there's homes and businesses in danger evacuations all kinds of stuff and this is just a scary thing and for a lot of reasons you know for the people who are you know who are who are near it. You've got you've got firefighters. I was watching one of the newscasts, and you know it's in an area that's that's very rocky and and just not easily accessible. And I mean, you can tell they're just doing the best they can. But it's this is it's gotten scary. Yeah, I'm not sure what your view is at night, but it's unbelievably impressive in a sad way. Well, I can you know I can see it from my house. Uh, you know we're. Uh, there's one row of houses that you know we need to see over to be able to see the mountains where, where we live but over the top of those houses we could see mm-hmm. you know you could see the glow of the of the fire uh, from where it's at and again you know just on Saturday it was still on the other side on the north side uh, over over Push Ridge where it started and it's made its way about halfway across a town, you know the 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 homes at the north end of Alvernon are being evacuated. That's the center of town, right? You know, I was there to just to be uh, just to see what was going on last night, and I'm thinking there's there's just no way. How is that going to come down? And it's coming and down. It's coming down. It's making its way down. And and uh, again, there's a lot of there's a lot of people with uh, you know homes up there. There's businesses up there. People are being evacuated. You know, we've got some personal friends that have that have had to evacuate. Mm-hmm. That that you know have have to pack up their stuff and get out of there. And you know, it uh, last I saw, it was still about ten percent contained. That means it's on the loose, and it's just going to keep sure, going. Sure, the winds have not been helpful. Today was not wind; it was just brutally hot. Today. It's just brutally hot. Well, there's all those all those things that are factors, and so it's just it's 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 gotten scary, yeah, and, and, right. and it's got it's scary, it's sad, it's tragic, and it's like you know what, what are they going to do to save this mountain? Right? No, it's going to be. It's already been a week almost. Yeah, it's almost a week. We got some more time with that. Unfortunately, uh, let's go back to sports real quick. Um, talk about uh, Dave Hickey meeting with the local media via Zoom today uh, with the U of A doctor. I think it was Dr. Paul. I want to say Dr. Paul. Right, right. Um, so what was your one, your first takeaway from the whole thing? My, my big takeaway is that, that they are, what they're, everything that they're doing is based on what they know now. Right, kind of like us. It's, it changes right, because daily. it's changing so fast. Right. Any any effort to really try and predict the future mm-hmm. in detail is is it's it's a waste of time. This is what they know now. It's it's a waste of time exactly. But you have to prepare for today, right? Yeah. So so what they know now is, is that you know they can bring twenty kids in at, 20 students in at a time 20 athletes in at a time keep them separate we're, we're getting a whole new lingo mm-hmm. of, about the they talked about pods and bubbles right. you know where you know a, a pod is you know 10 athletes that come in you know kind of work together they're, they're socially distanced but it's you know 10 of them at a time they're going to go into the into the the training facility and do whatever workouts they do there's going to be two groups of 10 each one is a pod and they, you know, they, they're going to walk in, they're going to have everything handed to them that's already been sanitized that they're going to work with. Then when they leave, they're going to you know, take off their clothes. I mean, just all this stuff. And then the whole bubble concept, which is don't go outside of the group of people that you're working with right? so that you're not taking a chance that you're going to 
infect them from somewhere else. Right. You know, if you got to go to the grocery store, something like that, just be extremely careful. So. Right. No, that was a question we've had, and we're going to ask Dave about a lot of that. Right. Expand. My biggest takeaway uh, was the transparency thing. They're not going to be. Well, and and that that you know, the, what I heard was that they're not going to tell us how many of their athletes get the coronavirus, right? And whether that's exactly what we heard, we'll we ask heard, Dave. We, yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah, we, we I think that. we did hear that. I think we heard that they're, you know, they're not going to say we've got five kids with it or eight kids with it or whatever, and they're certainly not going to tell us who because right, of, of uh, the, and that's the, fine, and that's fine. Yeah, but I, uh, you know, I I think that uh, you know there, there's going to need to be some sort of a little more transparency to that because we're going to want to know. Mm-hmm. You know, do the you know are these students getting it, and and what's happening? Now they say they have to let uh, the the public health officials know, and they will. If that's the way we've got to go get the information, then I I, I would think that, that you could. True, but somehow the community has to know if these students who are being brought in to play football and volleyball and and the other sports are also coming in with the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, you know, again, we have a lot of questions. There, and there, yeah. you know what? And there's still time. You know, the, these students aren't going to be on campus until until Monday, um, and then you know they're going to start testing them right away. And 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 uh, what what the doctor said was that testing is going to be the key to this. Um, you know, I asked him how. You know, I mean, just how is it going to work when you go beyond? And again, I was trying to get him to speculate on the future. But what's it going to be like when, when they now, play football? When they start playing football? Yeah. When they start having scrimmages and they're yeah. working with, you know, position groups and stuff like that? And and basically, he said that in order to do what what they've got on their mind right now is that they'll be ramping up testing when they get to that point. Mm-hmm. But right now, uh, the athletes, as they work in these pods, are going to be tested weekly, and. Um, you know, and and if somebody gets it, then they isolate them and all those kinds of things. So, I'll tell you what I I I don't I don't envy those jobs. No, I no. don't envy the job that these people are having to do. In fact, I asked him about how his situation was, and you could tell it was very, it was very tough on them. Right. It's it's um, I you know, there's a lot of unknowns out there. No question. And that's and that's the scary part about it. And they know what they know, but there's a lot they don't know. Sure, sure. In fact, I wanted to ask another question, but I figured I could save it for tomorrow, right. uh, given a little selfish on the show. Uh, what, who's determining what 20 come in and what 30 come in originally? Um, I I think it was based on, you know, who's been tested, who's got, you know, the lower risk categories, uh, those kinds of things. No, I, just... that's what, I think I heard that somewhere. Oh, okay, okay. I, in fact, I think I might have heard that part of, part of this today is that it's, they, they, you know, they've had they 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 selected these twenty students. I missed them. They've had them kind of isolated already, uh-huh. and then and that's who they're bringing in. And then it's you know the next set of twenty, and it's you know it might have to do with you know where they've been. They've been able to trace mm-hmm. who they've been around, and to again to to lower the risk of of uh, you know on for that student. Right. It's. Um Another question was asked about uh, how are they going to move forward. It, it, it's it's a it's a we as a group thing. You can't mess up to affect the group, right? And and again, that gets back to the whole, the whole scary uh, uh, concept of you know the 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 athletes. Once can't they, be selfish. Once they, they can't be selfish and go get around their other buddies, you know, on campus who right. really don't care whether or not 
they're going to be able to play football or not, right? Right, right. And and who've been hanging out at dirt bags and have been mm-hmm. hanging out. We keep we keep bringing up that uh, the, 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 those guys. <laughs> we need to get a sponsorship. We need to get them. a sponsorship out of those guys. Although, you know, or if they're hanging out at over at uh, University Boulevard at, at the at yeah. the bars and businesses there, you know, they're gonna. And 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 Dave Hickey did say that it, you know they've had meetings with these guys and he can tell from mm-hmm. how serious they appear to be taking this that that they are taking it very serious mm-hmm. and they that he's confident that they're going to do what they do what they need to do to make sure that they're not putting other people at risk it, 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 but they're 18 19 20 year olds oh my god it's funny because we spent about 35 minutes with him i guess today and he said a lot of nothing but it was important nothing well, it, it it just kind of it, it was kind of status quo. Yeah, you know, right, it was right, kind of like right. this is what we've been hearing. Now they're put. Now it's it's closer, and they're putting it into practice, and that's what and that's what we're starting to see. But uh, you know, I mean, you know, we were when we were eighteen, nineteen years old, we thought we were pretty invincible too. No question. We did dumb things in our cars. We did dumb things that you know, sure, across the board. Mm-hmm. You just got to figure. You just got to hope that the, the 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 students who are athletes and have a greater responsibility you know over just themselves that they'll they'll do what they're supposed to do i wish i could do this stuff now at my age of 40 <laughs> <laughs> you know it's uh i don't know i it there there's a there's a lot at stake and you just hope everybody understands how much is at stake oh, right, right, you right. know and, and, and we're not going to know until they get here well, and, and they and they start doing we'll stuff. We'll talk a little bit more about this on the other side because, you know, I talked about the schedule and things like that, We and we have them tomorrow. Let's take a quick, quick break here on 10 Through the Voice before we get caught up in our break. All right. These days, most families are concerned with having the right insurance coverage. Protecting your family, home, auto, and other valuable possessions can be challenging and sometimes expensive. Crest Insurance gives you flexible options and solutions while saving you money. Insurance is not one size fits all, and at Crest, we find the coverage that's best for you and your family. Visit us online at www.crestins.com or call us toll-free at 888-881-5765. Hey, welcome back to Eye on the Ball here on 1030 The Voice. I'm Steve Rivera alongside Jay Gonzalez. Uh, we were supposed to have Natty Carey here uh, this afternoon. Uh, she has a personal uh, thing that she needed to get uh, fixed or, or uh, attended to, so she might be on tomorrow. Uh, wish her well. Uh, so now we're just talking about sports at U of A. We talked to Dave Hickey, and we have some breaking news, though. Yeah, we just uh, just heard that uh, another U of A baseball player, Matthew Dyer, was drafted by the New York Mets. So that means both both Arizona Wildcat draft draftees have been they're headed to New York. So um, Matthew Dyer was the 120th pick. He was taken in the fourth round of the draft. So you know, good for him. They can be roommates in that costly place. Well, they're playing for different teams, so you they, know, still, they just they don't can, have to talk to each other. Yeah, exactly. So, but uh, you know, good good for those guys. And uh, according to uh, somewhere I saw on, on social media, that's twenty eight players that uh, Jay Johnson has had drafted. So that's twenty eight. Yeah, that's, that's pretty a, good. That's a good number. He that's doesn't seem like he's even been here that long. It's been a while though, right? He's been, he's been five. Well, five thirteen, two thousand thirteen, two thousand fourteen. Yeah. So, uh, um, so yeah, he's been here. He's a been while. here a while. But yeah. anyways, good. You know, it's always good for the cats. I mean, if you know, if they lose a player like that, you know, it, mm-hmm. it's because he's really good, but and it's a loss to the program. But you know, it, it bodes well for the program when you got players, uh, you know, going to the going to the show. Right. Well, he not to the show, but you know, getting drafted. 
Right, right. We don't. There's not a guarantee, as we all know. Right, right, right. right. So let's get back to the quick. Uh, we probably don't have a whole heck of a lot, but if you'd like to call in, please do seven nine zero two zero four zero. I'm curious because you're one of these people. Uh, if you have um, season tickets, mm-hmm. how optimistic are you gonna be uh, if you only have to go see half the games, or are only gonna be allowed to see half the games because of the attendance? He, there was a question about fifty percent attendance and things like that. They don't know. Yeah, they don't. They don't know. And some, you know, some schools have said it's going to be twenty percent mm-hmm. capacity. You know, uh, I, I think I saw that uh, at Ohio State. They said, you know, where they get a hundred thousand people at their games, that they might go drop to as low as twenty percent and really spread the people out. And then the bigger question is, what's that going to be like? Right. You know, I mean, right. if the, you, you know, if there's only. No chance. Yeah, if there's only ten thousand sure. people in in the in the seats, it's not. It's certainly not going to be loud because they're not going to be all in one area, so they can make a lot of noise. They're going to be spread out all over the place. What's that? You know, what's that going to sound like? So you know, it's uh, uh, again. You know, we're, we're all just going to have to you know come to grips with the with the idea that it's going to be very different no matter what. There will be no student section likely. How can you put all those kids in one place? Well, they're, they're going to have to be some students in there, but again, they're going to have to spread them all out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and that's just going to it's just going to look a lot different. And and you know, who monitors that? You know, how right. you know if, if you've got this seat and you want to go over there, which we generally can do in the stadium, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, who keeps you from doing that? And and how are you going to keep people separated and and those kinds of things? And then. Oh, so many issues. You know, you're going. You know, what happens at the snack bars and all that kind of right, stuff. So, right, right. The wave will now be a ripple. Do they still do the wave? Do they still do the wave? I, you know what, I, I, I protest the wave. I don't do it. So, <laughs> I, I can't remember the last time I was where they were doing one, but I don't do it. I, I'm too busy. If you would like to call in, please do. Uh, we could talk about yesterday's um, predictions. Jay has the team at six and six. I got him at six and six. I called my shot on that, and you know, I I could even see seven and five, but I just said, okay, I'm going to go six and six. Uh, Anthony Jamino was was laughing at me uh, about that uh, uh, on uh, text messages, and he thinks I'm he thinks I'm nuts, but you know. Anthony and I have always have always kind of uh, you know I've I've been I've been more on the fan side of that than right, Anthony right, has. He covered the right. team and covered sports here for so long. You know he's just completely separated himself from it, and he really doesn't know what, what you want to say. What you want to say is he he and I are jaded as all hell. He does he doesn't know and and what it's like to be a fan anymore. Okay, he got True. so caught up in this being his profession, he can't even be a fan anymore. And I'm calling him out on that. He's not a fan. He's just a guy who writes about this stuff. Just a guy. In fact, I think he went to a press conference and they said, "Oh, just that guy." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just that guy. I, I love I love Anthony, but you know, I'm I'm still mad at him for for picking Arizona to finish even below Colorado in the Pac-12 South, and I'm not going to let that go. And I'm going to be on it all season I long. I see a wager. I see a wager right up until that Colorado game because whoever wins that game is probably going to finish ahead of the other team. Like I said, I see in, a wager in the league. It might be determined at your uh, tailgate party. If, yeah, of course, something. you haven't given up that pass by that. I have not given up the and I'm not. I'm hanging on to it. I'm hanging on no, to no, my no, stuff. No, 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 because you said earlier this well, week. Well, I said if they lose to Hawaii or Portland State, I'll probably, you know. Hold that hope. Hold that. Hold on to that. <laughs> but, I, to that. you know, I, I, I don't see that happening. So No, I don't either. I don't either. It's uh, I, look. The, I, I mean, I can't. It's been a long time since there's been this kind of anticipation because we just don't know what's going to happen right. with this wait, football wait. team. So anticipation in a good. What do you mean? It, all together. I mean, we. That could be anything. True. True. Uh, anticip- I mean, there are so many people saying they're going to be really bad. Yes. 
And I just think that, look, when they went 12 and 1, yeah. who thought they were going to go 12 and 1? I don't remember that long, nobody. But I, but I guess they had been nobody. to a bowl game the year before. They they snuck into a bowl game. Ninety seven. Like what was a, it? A six and five record. It was a, It was it was the uh, it was it was the. Um, don't make me Google the, the local bowl game. I I, don't, oh, I, I think bowl? it was I think it was the inside bowl at oh, the time, okay. and and they got into that game and and um I, I why I remember these things and then I can't remember my daughter's name sometimes right. <laughs> Brady Batten was going to be a senior. And Dick told me after after the ASU game that clinched the bowl game and they got the invitation to right. to the game, and Brady Batten was the third string quarterback because he was behind he was behind Ortiz Jenkins and he was behind Keith Smith, uh-huh. and Dick told me because being the guy he is said I'm going to start Brady Batten because he's been such a great soldier, and people were upset because they felt like he wasn't going to put the best team on the field, and they and they went and they played that game and they won that game. And but nobody came out of that season thinking this is a great team waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. It just it just kind of happened, you know. And I think a, a lot of it became real at that Washington game where where Ortiz Jenkins did the flip. The league, and, by the and way, they, they were they were yeah. they were five and zero at that point, and all of a sudden people started thinking, "Holy cow, these yeah. guys might be good." So yeah. nobody thought they were going to be twelve and one. Who thought they were going to win the Pac-12 South in 2014 with a freshman True. quarterback? True. Anu Solomon was coming in. They had, yes, they had, uh, 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 you know, a, they'd gone to a bowl game the year before, but Kadeem Carey was gone, mm-hmm. right? So they they had a hole at running back. Nobody knew who, if Anu Solomon was going to even be any good. He had good, he had good bloodlines because he was from Bishop Bishop Gorman and he was well thought of and he had redshirted. And uh, you know, and they thought they might have a pretty good defense, but who, you know, who thought that uh, that um, Scooby, uh, Sco- you know, Scooby Scooby Wright was going to do what he did? No, I I know I didn't think they were going ten and no, two. No, of course not, of course not. And you then know? they beat the crap out of Oregon that you first know, they, game. They go to they. Or, I remember sitting down for that Oregon game. It was the first a thir- one. The, the first. first one. The, yeah, the, it was a Thursday night game. Mm-hmm. And usually, in in the group that I hang with. When there's a game like that on TV, we get together and we watch it. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll get ten or twelve people together. We'll, you know, we'll barbecue. We'll have a little party, a watch party. We'll watch the game. We didn't even think about it because everybody thought it's a kill. They're going to get smoked. Yeah, they're going mm-hmm. to Oregon. They're going to get smoked. Every, you know, if we throw the party, everybody's going to leave at halftime. Let's not do it. So I just sat down on the couch to watch the game. And all of a sudden, I couldn't believe. And even at halftime, there still wasn't any anything that led me to believe they were going to win that right. game, except they were closer than we thought they were going to be. And then what happens? Now yeah. we get to the end of the game, and I'm bummed that we weren't all together jumping up and down, yelling and laughing about this game. Right. So you know, it was. And then uh, just a couple months later, they got smoked by. Right. Oregon. Then they got smoked, but yeah. still, you know. Uh, uh, no, but that was a, but, that was a nice year, right. For Rich uh, again, go all the way back to '93. Now. Yes, ninety two was when Desert Swarm came about, and mm-hmm. but let's not forget that that season ended with them losing to the losing in the Sun Bowl to a bad Baylor team. So God, I can't remember that. I remember that they lost like seven to six or ten to seven or some some awful score in El Paso. In El Paso, they were at the, they played Baylor in the Sun Bowl. They had you know they had nearly beaten Miami earlier in the year. They beat number one Washington here, and they get they get into the Sun Bowl and they go lay an egg. And so we didn't spend the off season thinking, yeah, you know, yeah. this is gonna this is gonna be a great team. 
And then they, you know. So I know you're not going that far with the speculation on this. Team, no, 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 no. You're just I'm trying just to saying, think I'm, I'm pointing. I'm pointing out that the 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 range of things that can yeah, happen next year. I don't disagree with that. Are pretty wide now. It, again, let's it gets back to it, thinking about the fact that they have a quarterback. If all if if Khalil was gone and there was going to be a brand new quarterback who had never played, yada yada yada, and all the other things were the same. I wouldn't be saying six and six, okay? Right, right. But they've got a quarterback that I think this coaching staff believes in, and I think that counts for a lot. So I think that raises the possibility. Do I think they're going to go eight and four? No, I don't. Mm-hmm. Do I think they can? Well, you never know Eesh. because a break, a break here. You would, again, nobody thought that that team was going to that the that the twenty fourteen team was going to go up to Oregon and win that game. Sure. Nobody did you? Oh God, I mean, no. even for a. Sp- Split second. No, hell, that was probably the lock of the week of getting (laughs) crushed. (laughs) Exactly. So, college football is that way. You know, I've always, I've always um, kept this thought for again from 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 Dick Tomey when uh, um, I told him that you know we had a football pool and we were you know uh, dabbling that we were you know you know picking games, you know college games. He said, he said nobody in their right mind. Should ever bet on college football. on eighteen and nineteen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally, I totally agree with that. Ever? He said, I totally "You guys are nuts." Yeah, to do that. And, I totally and, agree with that. But the point of that is that because they're eighteen, nineteen, twenty, mm-hmm. twenty-one year olds, that's, you just never know. That's what's the fun happen. part of it. No, no. In fact, you in your in your short time of covering in the eighties, the one thing I've learned in this business is is you can never. Ever and you don't know until it happens. Uh, gauge the emotions of those kids at any moment on any given day. Yeah, on, on any given girlfriend day. issues, uh, academic issues, uh, team issues. There's so many things that day. Right. That day. Right. Could be better Friday, and then you come up Saturday, and things change. And things just change. Yeah. And that and that's and that's just what happens when you're not dealing with guys who are professionals mm-hmm. that have been around this. Right. right. So in that regard, anything. Right. Can happen. I I think I also do think in this game that teams that feel cocky feel they can just show up and win don't always win, right? Because because of the same emotions involved. Again, think of the number of upsets Arizona has pulled oh, off no over question. the years. No question. Because you knew that the other team didn't think much of. Them. Oh yeah, Oregon. That one game that you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. it's happened to Arizona a time or two. The 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 Fiesta Bowl after the after the '93 season. Miami against Miami. Yeah, Miami didn't show up. They didn't show up. They just walked in and said, "Our uniforms are here. We're going to win." <laughs> right. Right. No, Anthony, and I talk about it all this time because that is a perfect example of that. Oh, we're Miami. We're just going to roll. In, kill them, and then leave town. Right. No case. Nope. They didn't even score a point. They didn't get right. past a 50, did they? Right. I think they did once. Okay. One time. Uh, so it's crazy times. But that is very true in college athletics. You don't know how they are emotionally that day of the game. Right. And again, so, you know, I'm a betting man, and I'm not betting that they're going eight and four or anything like that. But I'm just saying. Well, you know what? You are betting. Well, until, if you are betting. Until it happens. And if it happens, just remember that I said it possibly could. What's the Vegas thing? Five? Four, Four and, and a half. half. Well, you, I, I would love to take the over. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. all over the over on that one. Yeah, that's a scary bet. If it was five and a half. That's five games. Good. That's five games you got to win. Yeah. Well, let's also talk before we go to break. Hiki, I asked him about the 12-game schedule. We don't know. Yeah. He said they're planning on playing the full schedule. Yeah. So, let's so see. we'll see. Okay, let's take a quick break. Our last one here at uh, uh, 1030 The Voice. 
Go local. Make the switch. At Hughes Federal Credit Union, we offer customized solutions and get you what you need faster. Like our quick and easy credit cards and auto loans. All done online from start to finish. Save time using mobile banking, bill pay, mobile deposit, and mobile pay with just a few clicks. Live large accessing 30,000 plus surcharge free ATMs and free debit card choices. Make the switch to Hughes today. Visit HughesFCU.org slash switch. Certain restrictions apply insured by NCUA. The Old Pueblo is a place with a lot of great stories to tell. You can find all episodes of the Tucson History Podcast from 1030 The Voice at KVOI.com, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. From the 1967 food giant jet crash to legendary Arizona coach Fred Snowden to the tales of Tucson's days as a Confederate capital, the Tucson History Podcast from 1030 The Voice is concise and always entertaining. Download them now at Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and KVOI.com. Hey, welcome back to Eye on the Ball here on 1030 The Voice. I'm Steve Rivera alongside Jay Gonzalez. Jay, I want you to mention your daughter's name, given that you did mention Brady Benton's. <laughs> I go through that all the time, name too. Is, well, I have two of them, Alana and Rachel. The problem is I, re, I remember their names. Sometimes I just flip them. Do you call them both at the same time? You know, uh, Alana, uh, Alana uh, Rachel, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've even called my daughters Adam, my oldest kid. So, you know, yeah, I'll, I, like I, what I do is I kind of run down the names. I go Adam, Alana, Rachel, and I, I, get to, I get to the right one at some point. Somebody has Come and help me. Look, the good thing is I know all my kids' names. I may not have them right all the time. In I may not, you know, get it, match them to the right face, but I do. I do know them all. I go through it as well. Now, if you want to ask me what I had for lunch yesterday, that that's a whole nother deal. I, I, I have no idea. We go through that. A lot of people go through that our age. It's so I'm, I'm being called out on Twitter by Javier Morales, our our good friend, who's who. It says that um, by my saying that the cats are going to go six and six or even seven and five, that it reminds him of his brother Hector, who always thinks the cats will go twelve and zero. I've got a brother like that too, my brother Rick, mm-hmm. uh, and his. You know, they're ten and two every year, and I think he, I think he said eleven and one. I think he even said he's even said that these last two years with with what happened with Khalil Tate and the, and, the, and all that. Had Rich Rod stayed as coach, we'd have gone ten. We, uh, I said, we, that Arizona would have gone ten and two both years. And I've always thought Rick is a smart man. <laughs> he loses his mind when it co- when it comes to that stuff. I didn't know he was that rabid of a fan. He's, he's he, well, he's bad, but you should hear him when it goes bad. Oh, he's he's really bad. He, I, I think because he follows me on Facebook, so he does. He's very blunt when they're yeah, not. When when it goes bad, when it goes bad, I have to I have to ignore. His text messages to me during a football game. Yeah, yeah, I get it. So, you know, you know, so I, I, I do. I have to, you know, I, I turn him off, or I put my phone away, or I mute the conversation, or I say something that makes him even more mad, so he'll stop talking to me. Yeah, sure. We got That's about during the loss. We got about five minutes left. If you want to call in seven nine zero two zero four zero, anybody want to talk about Jay's six and six? I'm at four and eight. <laughs> my boy Rich Carrillo in the Bay Area thinks you're crazy. <laughs> I, I, again, let, let's 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 make sure we understand. I'm saying six and six. I, you know, seven and five is a stretch. I know everybody else thinks six and six is a stretch, but I'm still saying <laughs> that's true. Uh, but 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 what I also said is we're going to know early. We're going to know after the true. Stanford uh-huh. game uh-huh. if six and six is even a possibility. So, uh, I, you know, look if if, if Arizona wins the Stanford game, I'm coming in here on Monday and I'm calling out mm-hmm. a lot of people, including you, Steve. Okay, that's fine. You'll probably wear red like you did yesterday. <laughs> and look again, guys, I'm a fan. I've I've always been a fan. 
But when, when we've got to be realistic about all of this, I can get realistic about all of this. And I think I have been to a degree from the standpoint of, of some of the expectations. Can't remember Stanford's on the road? Stanford's here. Oh, well, you have a chance. Uh, that's what I'm saying. You have a chance. It's the, any, I even conceded the UCLA game, which I think Stanford's a better team than UCLA, mm-hmm. but the UCLA game's on the road. And, and again, if, if Arizona beats UCLA, they, they could be 6-6. Six and six. But I just don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. So that's why I picked them to lose that game. Right, right. Thankfully, it's just June. <laughs> and we can talk about it this way. I, you know, while I, I'm, unless there's a bunch of injuries and stuff that we hear about, I'm going to have a hard time changing my opinion on all of this. Right. I think I'm going to I think I'm going to be sticking with this going forward. Right, right. We talked about that. I gave you that option or not that uh, thought. We know that it doesn't always go perfectly planned. Right. People get hurt. Right, people get hurt and understand. When when I, you know, when I went through the schedule, I didn't I didn't do it a, 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 you know, I didn't analyze all the positions and I didn't analyze each game and say, well, Stanford's this this and this, so that's why Arizona can do this this and this. I just said based on, you know, where those programs are, you know what they've done, their coaching right. staff, so right. their, their key positions, mainly quarterback, that kind of stuff. I, I'm an average fan as far as stuff like that goes. I'm not, you know, I'm not uh, Kirk Herbstreit who's, you know, knows, you know, every iota of every team. I'm just going based on sort of a feel that I have, uh, and that's my feel. I would have said if you would have done that with your research and all that, I would have said you wasted a lot of your time. I don't have time for that, anyways. I got I got work to do. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. I, I, eventually, you'll probably end up doing that just just because. Uh, Tom had a quick question. The depth of Arizona, I think that's the big question, too. We don't of course, know. But Be- Arizona's always had a depth issue. They've never been deep. No doubt about ever. it. And no the years that it. they do well are because they avoid injuries. injuries. Right, right. You know? Yeah, Arizona has a, a, a very little wiggle room to mess up. Right. And that, and for years, that's been the case. Right. Again, you know, you go back to that 2014 team. Uh, if, you, if you recall, um, uh, you know, in the Oregon game, I can't even think Which of one? the Which running back's name. The first Oregon game. Um, the ru- uh, who were the two running backs? They they had uh, uh, Nick... Wilson? Yeah, 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 yeah. He got hurt in the Oregon game and then didn't play the next week against USC, and they lost a, they lost that game to USC on a missed God, field goal. That was goal. so long ago. Again, that's just an, a, an injury. Yeah. You know, one injury that, that happens. Nick Wilson, who... Yeah. He, remember, he, he ran over a, an Oregon player on a touchdown, hurt his hip, and, and wasn't able to play the next week. And then Nick Jones Grig, Grigsby, is that, was, that, was that his name? Grigsby, Grigsby yeah. is his last name, yeah. Well, you know, he came in and he, he, he played well, but he couldn't, you know, they, they couldn't beat USC the next week after, ha- after yeah. having gone and beaten Oregon. A depth issue. If, you know, and then Nick Wilson came back the rest of the season, and he ran over all over ASU. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, and then you know, and their offensive line was in you know stayed intact all year. They really avoided the injury bug la- that year, and that's what it takes. That's really what it takes for any team. But you know, USC's and Alabama's, they you know, it's just the next five star up, right? Sure. But if Arizona has a season where they don't get hurt. If Grant Cannell is upright all game, uh, all season, if the offensive line can protect him and they stay healthy, I'm, I'm telling you, you know, you, you, you're looking at a, 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 it can be a good season. Let me tell you, let me ask you this. We've got about a minute left. So you can make it short. Uh, rate uh, Sumlin as a coach, 1 to 10. Right now, about yeah. a four and a half. Really? Yeah. I thought you would say like a six and a half, seven. No. I'm still, I, I, again, he's he's gone. He's had two bad seasons. Yeah, he's no, a four and a half. Good. At least he's, we agree. He's a little below average right now. We agree. But I'd like to think that he's gotten to where he's gotten to because he's done some coaching in his past. 
four and a half. A four and a half by your case will not win six games. It's not. <laughs> it's not. But I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt that, that he's got his quarterback. He's got some things in place. He's a little more comfortable at Arizona, and maybe something can happen this year. You'd hope so if you're a fan. Good luck with that. <laughs> Good luck with that. Over four and a half. Jay's got I'm, it. You know what? I'm going to find somebody who can put something down for me on that. I'm going to take the over four and a half, and we're going to track it here. With that, we're going to take uh, the day off, the rest of the day off, and come back tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow. Dave Heakey will be with us. Thanks, everybody, here on 1030 The Voice.